Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Market View on Money FM 89.3. That's right. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Chua Tiantian with your market view. Now we ended the previous week on a rather sad note with the UK mourning the death of Britain's longest reigning monarch of seven decades. But there has been some glimmer of hope as well. UK Prime Minister Liz Truss announced a broad stimulus package to help its people cope with rising energy bills. And elsewhere in Europe, the European Commission is mulling drastic moves to control energy prices as well. So how effective will these measures have on you? UK and European markets. We'll find out more from Vonson Motier, Group Chief Investment Officer, Amandi. Hi, Vonson. Hello, good evening. Good, good evening. How are things there? Very good, thank you. Mm, sure. Maybe, Vonson, let's start with some of those questions. UK Prime Minister Liz Trust announced a broad stimulus package to help people cope with energy bills and attract investments into the sector. Now, what stood out for me was that the household energy price cap is now at £2,500 pounds per year for the next two years. But the question is, how effective is this? Yeah, in fact, short term, it's for sure good news for households and mm. businesses because it will limit the loss of purchasing power and maybe avoid a recession in the UK. But what strikes me is that it's a non-targeted measure mm. which will be extremely costly mm. for public finances. So the budget deficit in the UK will, will soar and uh, we will have in the UK rising twin deficits, so budget and external deficits. And, and so the, the impact is good short-term, uh, more questionable medium-long-term uh, in terms of policy mix and the level of debt uh, in the UK. Mm, and do you think that Liz Truss government will be able to fund that though? Well, I mean, uh, she made it clear that they, they will borrow this money mm. because uh, there won't be any, any uh, higher taxes uh, in the UK. Mm. So uh, it will uh, add up uh, more debt uh, on, on, the, on, on the system at a time where rates are going high hein, and the guilts are, uh, are more and more um, um, expensive in rates. Mm. And therefore, uh, um, UK governments will need to pay more and more interest expenses. So, I mean, the equation is, uh, is difficult. Maybe she did not have much choices. Mm. But, uh, but for sure, uh, what, what is really uh, questionable is the fact that it's not targeted. So everybody, even wealthy people, will benefit from it. Mm. It's, uh, it might be um, a kind of mistake. Mm. And Vonsant, was there anything else from that stimulus package that stood out to you as well? Well, um, what's interesting is um, the commitment to accelerate uh, energy supply policies and energy transition. Mm. And Liz, uh, Liz, Liz Trust talked about creating an energy supply task force mm. going into all directions. So oil and gas, North Sea production, renewables, so hydrogen, solar, carbon capture uh, and storage, wind, etc. So, so they are going all over the place. Mm. And, um, and, 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 and so it's a big, uh, big push and big announcement made by, uh, by the UK. Mm. And on that note, yeah, Vonsan, the UK said it will be a net energy exporter by 2040. Do you agree with that assessment? How realistic is that? Yeah, um, um, it's a big ambition for sure. Mm. Um, uh, I'm not, um, I don't have a real expert view on that. Uh, lo- looking at the agenda uh, put by, by this trust, 
many things and many developments are still to come, uh, including, by the way, uh, increased interconnectivity between the UK and, and Europe. Mm. And so we can say the jury is still, is still out on this. Huh? It's only to be mm. seen. What's quite interesting, uh, and, and the question uh, to be to be answered too, is uh, what what will be the impact of all this mm. on the net zero net zero target mm. set by the UK for uh, 2050? Mm. Because um, uh, so it, 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 it's not totally uh, straightforward that the UK will uh, be able to maintain its uh, net zero commitment. Mm. And from the UK, I want to take us to Europe. The European Central Bank has asked countries to consider five immediate moves, including a plan to redistribute some energy producers' windfall revenue to businesses and households, and also a price cap on Russian pipeline gas. How effective are these measures, in your opinion? Yeah, in fact, um, I think it is realistic because, you know, it, uh, there is a common shock and there is no more and more building a common interest and in the past, mm. uh, history has, shows, uh, has shown that uh, we should never, never underestimate the capacity of uh, Europe to, uh, to adapt and to unite when there is a crisis. Uh, for the taxation of windfalls, mm. it's, um, I mean, it is gaining more and more traction in Europe. It is it is clear, you cannot deny that part of the profit made by the energy companies is linked to the surge in energy prices, mm. which is itself coming mainly from the war in Ukraine. And given the fiscal costs of the war in Ukraine, it is pretty normal in a way that uh, there is a way to find, um, uh, to share the burden actually. So. Uh, so that's a measure which, which is very gaining in popularity and uh, we believe it will, uh, it, it, it will happen. And the cap on, uh, on gas prices is um, now a kind of necessity hein, to avoid mm. a, a collapse of uh, domestic demand and as well some uh, social tensions and, uh, and, and a rise in inequalities. Mm. So uh, overall, uh, <coughs> we think it will, it will happen. And... Uh, and it is uh, widely uh, anticipated and asked by uh, the population at large. Mm. And looking at how this will go, because earlier they were saying that price cap on Russian gas pipeline, it will only be effective if bigger players, India, China, come on board. But going as how it is right now, do you think that it will be effective against Russia? Uh, well, it's... Uh, it's mm. always, it's always um, a tricky one because, you know, um, uh, for um, uh, gas, uh, clearly Russia cut, um, uh, is cutting the gas. So, I mean, mm. it's, uh, it's so hard. Uh, for oil, you know, oil, it's very difficult to track oil. Mm. So um, that's why uh, currently there is no ban per se on uh, Russian oil because uh, it's very difficult, in particular for refined oil, to, um, uh, to identify that it is coming from Russia. So uh, it is where there is a limit, a limitation to sanctions mm. because uh, the community market is global uh, and, um, and you will, um, I mean, it, it, it's almost impossible to, mm. to track Russian oil uh, at the end of the day. So um, here I think pragmatism will prevail in a way. Hmm. And Bonson, with the ECB hiking interest rates by 75 basis points, what are your peak rate expectations going forward? Yeah, so uh, um, our, our expectation is for ECB to continue to hike um, 
but much less than the in the US. Uh, so we expect a, a, a terminal rate or a, a, a highest rate of 1.5% in March mm. 2023. Mm. Um, so a few more hikes, uh, but much less than the US. Um, and, and the reason being that Europe cannot afford much higher rates mm. because Europe is very, very close to recession mm. um, and, and will probably next year be in, into a soft recession. Mm. If you're just tuning in, we're now speaking to Vonsan Mortier, Group Chief Investment Officer at Amandi. So Vonsan, have markets in Europe been reacting within expectations so far and where do you think Europe equity markets will move in the near term? Yeah, we believe there will be huge volatility still. We will know other uh, kind of bear market rallies as we have known uh, during July and part of August. Um, there are lots of news flow to be um, to be incorporated into the, into the prices of equities. Overall, today we believe that there are more risks to the downside than to the upside because market is still not really pricing any kind of recession. Mm. And we, we believe that earning consensus for next year are, are too high. Uh, at AMD, we are uh, around 10 to 15% lower in terms of earning consensus, uh, earning consensus for next year mm. for European companies. Mm. So uh, we, we, we believe that the markets, uh, in particular European equity markets, are... Um, too expensive by uh, around 15%, mm. Um Of course, in between, we can have some rallies huh, and, and, and powerful ones, uh, but um, don't, we should not be complacent mm. unless there are some very good news on, uh, I mean, uh, for example, uh, uh, quickly uh, a good resolution of the war in Ukraine, for example. Mm. But um, we, 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 don't, we don't believe the um, market mm. is, uh, is pricing uh, yet uh, the, the bad outcomes that are possible uh, in the next mm. month. So we are cautious uh, overall. Mm, I see. And we are waiting uh, to have more clarity and more news flow to position ourselves. Mm, and speaking of more clarity, Von Zahn, I want to look at the US as well. Fed Chair Jerome Powell once again said that he has vowed to raise interest rates to fight inflation all the way until the job is done. So what are your expectations for the Fed's rate decision on 21 September? 75 basis points? Is that on your cards? Yes. Mm. Uh, yes, clearly it is, uh, it is our best case. Uh, um, uh, currently, the US economy is still pretty resilient mm. and the labor market is, uh, is still uh, tight actually. Um, monetary conditions remain actually accommodative. Uh, real interest rates are still uh, are still in negative territory. The balance sheet of the Fed is still very high, and therefore we think um, Fed will continue uh, to to hike um, um, because uh, they believe they they can afford it. Mm. What is new in what Powell said? last time, is that now he's explicitly saying that mm. he doesn't want this to be too costly for the economy. So in other words, if there is a threat of real recession in the U.S., then we believe the Fed will stop rising rates. Mm. And so we need to monitor closely the situation of the job market in the U.S., mm. which will be a key driver for the Fed. 
Mm, and I'm putting two questions into one over here, Vonson. The Fed, it will remain data-driven. Of course, we look at the labour market, but also the August Consumer Price Index is coming up. So the first question is, how much of a difference will the August CPI data make? And secondly, how should investors be positioning their portfolios? Yeah, so we we believe the, the, the Fed indeed is data dependent and, and they will judge uh, upon multiple months, not only one data point. Mm. And they will also make sure they distinguish between base effects, commodity-led uh, um, uh, inflation impact, um, rents, and um, production and services. So it's way too early to, to, to call for a bottom on inflation, for sure, mm. for next year... Uh, Next year, we have uh, we have uh, views which are um, actually of nearly six percent overall. Mm. Uh, a little bit less in the US, to be fair, uh, more than more four percent, but four percent is still higher than the Fed target. So the road is still long and bumpy. Mm. And so in this context, um, given the volatility that we foresee on equities um, um, and uh, on credit. Mm. We, we, we turned a neutral to overweight and we have started to buy back some uh, treasuries and bonds, mm. government bonds, that are interesting in terms of yield and uh, macro protection. Um, so we have changed our allocation here. We have reduced uh, a little bit our equity exposure. And we are also uh, holding some good quality credit um, mm. in, in a buy and hold approach, meaning uh, uh, up to maturity. Mm. So in terms of allocation, uh, uh, clearly more cautious overall, mm. uh, uh, playing more quality, uh, defensive names, mm. and being also very agile uh, because, you know, it's, uh, the market is uh, mm. difficult to time. Mm, so I see. In this, con- yeah, in this context, it's better to, to average entry point and exit points, not, not to go in, in once, better have an average price. I see. Thank you very much, Vonson. I've been speaking to Vonson Motier, Group Chief Investment Officer of Amandi. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.